0: Hi guys, boys and girls, and hello my dear fellow foreign English speakers, and welcome back to Robbie's English Harmony video blog. Now tonight's topic is total grammar confusion. And the reason why I decided to record this particular video was an email that I received from one of my blog subscribers, quite a lengthy email I have to add, and uh, this person is having a really hard time of figuring out what way certain things are said in English. So basically, uh, the more she, I believe it's a girl, yeah, judging by the avatar, and uh, the more she analyzes the English language, the more difficult it becomes to decide what way to say certain things because there are so many different grammar tenses. And in certain situations, a lot of different tenses could be used, right, if you think about it. And uh, obviously this is something that I've discussed on my blog before but there are so many articles on my blog, so many videos that I can totally understand that people just don't have enough time to browse through them all and find relevant uh, pieces of information explaining this or that particular thing. So that's my purpose, that's why I'm here and I'm trying to be as helpful as I possibly can. Now, without further ado, let's get down to business and I'll be basically reading excerpts from the email and I'll be answering them as I go along, right? Now, um, it can be really difficult to find the real difference between when you speak English, try to be more careful, and when you're speaking English, try to be more careful, right? And as a matter of fact, this is something that confused me a while back as well. A while back, I mean, a few years ago, right? Why sometimes you have to use Simple present and sometimes you have to use present progressive. What is the real difference? The grammar book says, yes, that an action that's uh, going on at this particular moment in time, so now I'm speaking currently, right? So that's when you have to use the progressive tense, I'm speaking. But uh, sometimes people seem to be using these tenses interchangeably. You know, When you speak in English, try to be more careful and when you're speaking in English, try to be more careful. It's like a general statement. So, what is the difference? And the answer is there is no difference. You can use either or. Whichever you feel like using, use that tense. You don't have to be analyzing it. And I know that it sounds easier said than done. Not sounds, but it is easier said than done. You see, I made a mistake, but uh, I don't fret over my mistakes, you know. I just go with the flow. I just improvise. And uh, that's exactly the kind of approach you have to adapt when uh, when it comes to English tenses. Just say something. Don't be overanalyzing, you know. I know that you, the person who asks the question, and hundreds of millions of other foreign English speakers have this... Um, this mindset of trying to figure out what is the right way of saying this or that particular thing? The answer is there is no right way. Yes, sometimes there is obviously when you say something really wrong, you know, that's obvious. But what I'm trying to get at is just go with the flow, just go with the, the gut feeling, you know? And in this particular situation, they're interchangeable. When you speak in English, when you are speaking in English, it doesn't really matter. They're both correct, you know? And uh, the same principle uh, applies to the future. What's the difference between there will be fireworks and there are going to be fireworks, or I will sing tomorrow and I will be singing tomorrow? You see, thing is, the will future is so overused among native, uh, sorry, among foreign English speakers. It's it's really overused. I personally would say will only when I make a, make a promise to someone. Or or I decide to do something at the spur of the moment, I just say, OK, I'll do it. Or um, oh, all right, I see, OK, I'll do it tomorrow or, or something like that, you know what I mean? But for the most part, people conversationally use the going to future or even simpler, they use the pre- present progressive for future actions because most of the stuff that we talk about in regards to the future is planned pre-planned basically, right? I I, I hope that you know what I mean by that, right? When Whenever you're talking with your friends, with work colleagues, whatever, you are most likely referring to something that you have planned or someone else has planned, some activity that has been planned by someone, right? And I don't necessarily mean like actually planned. Uh, at a very conscious level, you know, someone sat down with a notebook and wrote a plan. That's not what I'm talking about. It's all about the intention, right? But again, you don't have to be analyzing stuff. You don't have to be taking a sentence and and there will be fireworks. You don't have to go about it this way, okay, did someone plan the fireworks? Okay, it's a planned action. Somebody must have planned that the fireworks is going to be there. So. Yeah, I can use the, the present progressive and then you then you would be running into a totally different problem. How to apply the present progressive tense on this particular sentence. There will be fireworks and then you, you may get actually stuck and not be not be able to say anything. How I go about it is use the going to. Stick with going to as your standard future tense, right? I'm going to do it. That's what people conversationally say, you know? There's going to be fireworks. I'm going to sing tomorrow. I'm going to sing at a concert tomorrow. Will you come along and have a look at it? I would really appreciate it if you would come along, right? So that's the way to go about future tenses, right? Simplify. you got to break it down to something really simple that you can roll with and then take it from there. As a matter of fact. I was gonna, My intention uh, in the beginning was to give you loads of links because I've, I've actually published a lot of articles uh, focusing on specific, uh, specific uh, aspects of this stuff that I'm talking about now but I'm just going to give you one and let me find it. Um, yeah. Uh, tenses. This is what I do. Exactly. Don't learn complicated English tenses too soon. This is the article, and I'm pretty sure that the video is also there. Exactly, yeah, most of my articles are actually videos. Basically, what I do is I record a video and then I get it transcribed and publish it as an article as well on my blog. So, click on this link here, and it's all about the need to uh, stick with simpler tenses in the beginning. And then, when you develop that gut feeling for correct English over time, that's when you build upon it, you know? Don't try and kind of comprehend every single grammar tense that's out there. Don't try to compar- compartmentalize everything in your brain. It's not going to work. You will you will get really, really overwhelmed by this, you know, just like the person asking the question. Now, let's move on. I leave tomorrow or I'm leaving tomorrow? So the grammar books will tell us that they're different, right? The first one, I leave tomorrow is a scheduled event. And the second is an arrangement. Well, to be honest with you, scheduled event, arrangement, pretty much the same thing, you know? Again, you don't have to try and compartmentalize, like classify all these situations. Just don't do it, you know what I mean? Our task is not to be, um, I don't know, is, is not to create another grammar book, you know? Don't live by the grammar book, just throw it in the rubbish bin. That's what I've done. You know? Well, obviously I haven't done that, I'm just speaking figuratively. but. Uh, my like grammar books are just gathering dust there under my desk and I don't use them, you know? I've stopped doing that years ago. And that's when I actually started improving my English big time. So, I leave tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow. Just, I'm leaving tomorrow. That would be the, the proper way of saying it, you know? Listen, I'm going to tell you a few things to do because I'm leaving tomorrow, you know? Prism progressive. Planned action. Something that you would have... Thought about before and, and planned it, you know, as opposed to a decision that you're making right now. That's when you would use the will future, you know. That's pretty much the only situation, you know, when you some, decide something right now. Okay, I think I will stop recording this video right now. You know, I just it, it, I just made the decision right now, you know, and that's when you use will. But for the most part, ninety percent of your future references is going is to be either progressive. Uh, Simple progressive, Uh, present progressive, sorry, or going to future, you know? So I leave tomorrow, it doesn't kind of sound right, you know? Basically stick with the progressive tense and uh, I'm going to go to the beach tomorrow and I'm going to the beach tomorrow. And uh, the person says I suppose one could use these interchangeably. Exactly, yeah? I'm going to go to the beach or I'm going to the beach tomorrow, interchangeable, yeah? And there's no need to overanalyze these things. I would say I'm gonna go to the beach tomorrow, you know, which is the first sentence that you use there. I'm going to go, which obviously going to becomes gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it, you know. Just stick with the gonna. And you you can't get it right, then. So more examples. Past. I walked the dog or I was walking the dog. Well. There are a few rules, obviously, when I say that you have to disregard all grammar rules and just roll with your gut feeling, there are a few rules, you know, but I already told you a few. Basically, future references going to the basic one or um, the, the progressive, the present progressive tense, right? And use will only for decisions that you make right now. Something that you commit to doing, you know? And uh, what was the first one that we talked about there? Yeah, interchange. Yeah, when you when you speak in English, when you're speaking in English, you know, general facts, you can actually use the simple present and present progressive interchangeably. You know, that's another rule. And uh, as for the past, here's a very simple rule that will help you big time. In, in, in terms of how to go about the past, right? I walked the dog, that's, that's a general reference, you know? I walked the dog at a particular time. It's like a once off occasion, you know? I walked the dog, you could say, I already walked the dog yesterday or I walked the dog last night at 5 o'clock so he's not to be walked till 5 o'clock tonight, you know? I walked the dog, and then a particular time reference. So that's how you go about simple past. I was walking the dog. Normally, that's a story when one event follows another. You know, I was walking the dog, and then I uh, I, I met someone. I, I met a guy on the road that I hadn't actually met for for years. And did you notice that I used the past? What's it called? I, had, I hadn't uh, met him for years. You see, I've forgotten all these grammar terms because I don't think in grammar terms. But to just to make sure that uh, I use the proper references, let me just remember what it was. So present uh, perfect, it's simple. No, it's present perfect and past perfect. That's what it's called, right? You see, it might be really confusing to you that Robbie doesn't know the grammar stuff, but that's what I've been talking about on my blog. I, Yeah, past perfect, that's what it's called, yeah. I, I've written about it but I don't talk about it all the time so I keep forgetting these grammar related terms and and specific words and, and uh, I just don't care about them anymore. But anyway, yeah, past perfect, so I hadn't met. That's when you refer to something that had happened before the timeline of the speech, right? So your main timeline is yesterday, I was walking the dog and then I met a guy, you know? And you wouldn't be obviously saying I, I was meeting a guy. You would be saying that if it was uh, like a longer process, you know, you, you had the intention of meeting and then if the process is, is, is taking a longer time, you know, I was meeting a guy, it just doesn't sound right, you know? You have to use the simple past, right? So basically I was walking my dog, I met the guy, I suddenly met him. It's it's like an instantaneous action, you know? It's, it's not being stretched out, I, I just met him, right? And then uh, I hadn't seen him in years. I had not seen him. So it happens before. So when something happens before point in time that you're talking about in the past, before that even. That's when you the past perfect, you know, had done it, had not seen him. Yeah, a few few simple rules I can actually give you a reference to this one as well. Past perfect, I, I've written all about it on my blog but obviously, just like I said before, there's so many articles there that, um, that I, I wouldn't even... Re- remember them all myself, you know? It's crazy, but it's true. Is par- past perfect tense any good for the average English speaker? You know, that's the second link. You may want to click here, you know? So that's talking about past events. So just once, uh, once, a once-off event with a particular time reference. I did it two years ago on the 20th of July, 2014, right? So that's a particular time reference. It's a very specific one. That's simple past. I did it. When a, when you refer to something generally, then you say, "I've done it." It's it's uh, perfect uh, present, yeah, present perfect tense. You know, I've I've done it. But you don't use a particular time reference. But when some when you tell a story, that's when you use the uh, past progressive. You know, I was doing it. I was walking. I was working at that time, and uh, when referring to something that you had done before that reference in the past. That's when you use the past perfect, you know? And that's all all the rules about the past that pretty much you need to know, you know? So for instance, yeah, so the person gives a few more confusing sentences. I have lived here for 20 years or I have I have been living here for 20 years, you know? Yeah, they're kind of interchangeable. I have lived here. But what people normally say is I have been living here and you don't have to analyze and be thinking about why people say that. Just learn it as a phrase and that's the bottom line, you know. I've been living here and you just use that, uh, what's it called, Pre progressive, perfect, whatever, anyway, you get the drill, right? I have been living here, I've been doing it. I. I've been working in this job for two years." So whenever you refer to something that you've been doing for a longer period of time, you just use this, I've been doing, I've been living, I've been working out for two years, you know? And you just learn that phrase and you don't question why I have to use that as opposed to a different grammar tense. Don't question it, just go with it, you know? Or thousands of people sign up every day or thousands of people are signing up every day. It kind of ties in with a very original. Uh, not the original initial thing that we discussed. Simple present and simple progressive on a lot of occasions are interchangeable because uh, yeah when you refer to general facts, you can swap them and use them pretty much interchangeably right So um, so the person says I find it hard to really find the difference between some tenses at times and the traditional grammar rules don't seem to be really compelling. So, just like I said, the bottom line is learn phraseology and on a lot of, on a lot of occasions the phraseology is going to um, determine what tenses you use. Just like in this in the sentence I've been working here, you just learn it as a phrase and don't question it, don't try and reinvent the wheel, you know? Try and stick the words together forming the sentence, there's no need for it because Here's the beautiful phrase that pretty much all native English speakers would be using. I've been living here. I've been working here. So uh, as for the rest, please refer to those links that I provided to you. And uh, all you need to learn is a few, like uh, reference rules. You know, a few reference points for you. If you talk about future, mostly go with going to or present progressive. And instantaneous deci- decisions. Uh, Will, future, past, just like I said, telling a story, past, progressive and all that other stuff. Present, use present, progressive or simple, present interchangeably when referring to general facts and you're going to be fine, you know? And over time as you speak and speak and practice you will question yourself obviously, you will look up things online, how it's said the right way and you're going to correct yourself and over a longer period of time, your English is going to become just like that of a native English speaker, right? So if you have any questions, obviously, feel free, please, to get in touch with me. And uh, my preferred method of contact is leave the comment there and I will respond to it. Alright? Thanks for watching, my friends. And thanks uh, to the person who asked me this uh, all these questions in the email and I hope that I've been of some help to you. Bye.